Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello. Uh, we are on doing this Knicks post game today. The Knicks winning a uh, an instant classic against the uh, the mighty Detroit Pistons, one thirteen to one eleven. One of the most hilarious games I've watched in a long, long time. Um, well, at least the way it ended was hilarious. I, I, I don't know about I, don't, I can't say I found a lot of the game hilarious, but I didn't find the ending hilarious. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, me, Tyrese, and Khan, we're going to talk about that. Uh, but before we do that, I have to make a few announcements. But the first is simply that we have a new sponsor, and that sponsor is cut we've got a great new sponsor i love betting my friends and betting them on anything sports games who's fast that's what cut allows me to do the cut app is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's legal in 40 plus states cut has customizable odds tracking capabilities and an entire social network with group chats user profiles and rewards all payments no need for venmo uh i i don't know what I would bet on, but I'll tell you what, uh, if you bet on the Knicks today to cover, uh, sorry that you lost your money. Uh, that was not enjoyable at the end of that game. Um, but there's always, there's always more. Uh, you might have a, you might have time to still bet Sacramento minus seven and a half tonight against a beat up and depleted heat team, which means of course that the heat will win by 20. Uh, use our promo code, which is, I'm going to find it. Uh, believe Knicks, B-L-E-A-V Knicks for a 10% welcome bonus, welcome deposit bonus. Believe Knicks, B-L-E-A-V Knicks. Cut, put your money where your mouth is. And of course, Bet Online can introduce your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up to the minute odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in game live betting contests and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime for your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team and remember to use promo code Believe B L E A V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online. The game starts here. Uh, and what a game it was. Um, Tyrese, uh, what were your thoughts on a game where the Knicks, I mean, they they definitely flirted with disaster, but they get the win, which is ultimately the most important thing. If we lost the fucking pimple patch, I actually would have drove into oncoming traffic, <laughs> and I would not be on post game. So I'm so, I'm really glad we won that game because there's no fucking way you're telling me Quentin Grimes fucking game this dude. Quentin Grimes I, I, can't game the fucking bench of the Sixers depleted, but he could fucking game in New York Knicks, dude. Like I actually would have. There would have been some kind of vehicle manslaughter committed. I was this close. Um, I I was really annoyed with. I mean, one you could definitely tell that the Knicks in general were not. They were not locked in defensively at all in that first half, especially. Um, they like they kept helping off of Fontecchio, and then like they were sticking to Asar Asar Thompson, like he can shoot apparently can uh down the stretch only in in critical situations that's the only time you can make a three but like i thought that was really annoying their coverage on Cade for the first honestly like the first two and a half quarters in pick and rolls was a complete disaster they were not locked in at all um and bro the the Bur- like look I, I still think burks if you just have him off ball it's probably fine i don't care that deuce mcbride dribbles like a republican i need Alec Burks to never run point again. Like enough. Fucking enough. Like the start of that fourth quarter was a joke. He comes out, fucking, he dribbles the ball off his fucking dick, 
Then he barely get. Then he gets it back, and then he's like acting like you know you're not in an NBA game, and just gets it fucking ripped by Grimes. It was ridiculous to watch that. Uh, he took like he took some of the most absurd shots today. There was that one in the first half. He took a floater, fine, gets the offensive rebound, and then he like tries to go up with it again without ever coming down with the ball. Missed it predictably, and it's just like enough with this shit. Like if he's not going to make productive decisions on the ball, which he is not. I don't want him doing anything other than standing in the fucking corner and spotting up for threes. Like, again, I do not care if Deuce McBride cannot dribble, if he's not dynamic, whatever. Deuce McBride is at least capable of not doing insanely stupid shit for, like, three straight possessions in a row when he's tasked with being the ball handler. Um, so I need less of, of Alec Burks doing whatever that is. And, and honestly, I'll say this. Whenever Randall and OG get back, Burks is the guy that should actually drop out of the rotation. It should not be Deuce. Like, Deuce is fine. Deuce is fine. He's fine. I I would much rather continue to play Deuce than whatever Burks is doing out there right now. Burks is your like your 11th, 12th guy. Sure, whatever, great. But a guy that right now that you're depending on, especially in the role they have him in, is ridiculous. They can't do this anymore. Um, just we we just need Randall and OG to get back desperately. Uh, I thought Bogdanovich was actually okay. Some of his shot selection, you can tell he's forcing it, like trying to like get into the game a little bit. But I thought his rebounding today actually was weirdly good. He was probably motivated, I guess. Weird game. Um, and just in general, like he his track record as a shooter is just so lengthy that it's like I'm not really that worried about it. Now, is he gonna be playable in the playoffs? I don't know. We'll see. Um, but to get back to like just this game, I mean, you're talking about Grimes. I was so annoyed in that fourth quarter because I'm just like, I-, I don't remember you doing any of this for like a last the last five months like you haven't he scored what 14 fucking points in the fourth quarter he gets this layup like contested layup over precious cont- like it was crazy and he banks that in he had did he he had a step back three at one point didn't he you know like step so. back three he got fouled on a three like he he hit two above the break fucking threes like are like you couldn't hit an above the break three since fucking like the miami series and now you're like you're your sniper your sniper about the breakdown? Okay, cool, great. I love it. That uh, man is pissed. We took away his Marty sponsorships, and he got it back in blood tonight. Yeah, well, he didn't get he didn't get the W, which is all that matters. Um, Thank you. Yeah, he was annoying. And I, the other weird thing about tonight was like, I don't know why Brunson was acting like Fournier was OG or something. Like he he like he literally got locked up by him twice, and I was did not understand it at all. He kept he was calling for like a fucking screen. I'm like, you have Evan fucking Fournier on you. You don't need a screen. Like, you don't... Like, the one thing you actually don't need right now is a fucking screen. Like, don't don't get a screen. Just go take him off the dribble. But whatever. They 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 found a way to win it. I mean, Brunson had a weird game. He couldn't buy a three in the second half, it felt like. But he ends up, what, 35 points, 12 assists. Uh, what do you play? 41 minutes or something? Like, the guy is giving you everything he's got right now. Um, it's obvious that he is shooting more than he probably would ever like to. Um, he was awesome. Hart was everywhere. Maybe make some free throws in the end, please. But he was awesome tonight. He, he was, you know, he, he gave them a lot. I just need him to pull the trigger on threes a little bit more. Um, and then DiVincenzo, again, just sky. He's literally like the best non-star shooter in the league at this point, maybe. I don't know. It's pretty wild how good he's become. Um, but those three were tremendous. I thought iHeart gave us good minutes on the stretch. 
Precious was fine. He didn't have a great game or anything, but he was okay. Sims had a good first half, terrible second half. I actually thought Tibbs really fucked up in that fourth quarter, leaving him in as long as he did. Um, but again, they overcome it. And I mean, that end game sequence, Khan, I, I don't know. What were you thinking when you saw that? Dude, I saw the uh, Hartenstein pass head out to Dante. And I was like, I'm so ready for the, for a fucking three ball to finish this game. And then he passes it. Asar reads the shit out of that pass. Um, my heart sinks. <laughs> I mean, how how much of a microcosm is that play of this team? Like, two loose balls all the way back from when the Pistons had it in the corner. They threw it away. Hartenstein gets that. Um, just chaotic sequence. I like. There's a comment over here that says uh, about how this things are even from the Rockets game because we didn't get that foul called on the sideline. Um, no, that's not. That how. wasn't a foul. I don't <laughs> think it's a foul. I really don't. And like, I I'm sure that people will. I mean, look, I I get like why Monty Williams thinks it's a foul, and I get why Pistons fans coach. like. Yeah, and I get yeah, and I get why Pistons fans like. If I if the if the if it was the other way around, I'm sure I would be like, how the fuck is that not a foul? But genuinely believe, like, it's a loose ball. Thompson never controls it. So it's a loose ball. Like, both of them have the right to go for the loose ball. Dante dove for it. Thompson didn't. I don't think that's a foul. I really don't. And, like, it, it, and this wasn't one of those, you know, where he, like, it was, like, a loose ball. And he, you know, like, the ones where, like, they just jump on top of the guy and they call it a jump ball. And you're yes. like, wait. <laughs> yeah, you're like, wait, that's a foul. <laughs> like, this wasn't one of those. This was a genuine loose ball. And he goes for the ball. He gets the ball. Like he, his initial contact is not with Thompson. It's the ball. It's the ball. Um, and I'm, I honestly, I have no idea. I would love to see another angle of that because I have no fucking idea how that ball stayed in. I have no idea how that stayed in. I mean, that was, that sequence was crazy. And then Josh Hart, I mean, that finish. Uh, I don't think that's a foul, by the way, but that one, I don't think it was a foul. That one they called on Duren, but I thought, that was that, I thought he was pretty vertical on that. I don't yeah. know. Um, if, if there's something to bitch about on that play, that's the thing I would bitch about. I don't think that was a foul. And it effectively won us the game. <laughs> I mean, what really won us the game was the Pistons not being able to get a, a rebound off the free throw miss. Like, they have nobody to blame for that. That's that's their own fault. Um, and the comment that I was, that I was referencing, I, I know you didn't say that, John. Um, I was agreeing with you. It's just funny that that's like the math people are doing in their heads to justify the no call. Like, come on, let's get over ourselves. Um, is it can like people read my name, man? Like maybe shoot threes, Josh Hart. Like you were, you've been shooting fine recently. Maybe your jumper is not broken no more. Like we need you to freaking make some three pointers. Keep putting them up, dude. Like there's no reason not to. Three or five today. Opened it, opened up a whole lot for him driving to the rim. I thought he was really good getting to the rim today. Um, and and yeah, like just keep shooting them, dude. I don't know what else there is to say. He needs to raise that O EPM. So I understand him playing for the efficiency. True shooting's more important. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think the can we just talk about the beat really quickly? The beat sucks. Like the beat absolutely blows, man. Just when you're muted. What did Monty Williams actually say? I don't know. He said it was like a missed call or whatever. Like, that sucks. Oh well. I mean, I, I just I, I don't know, like whatever. It, it, let's let's say he's right. Let's say that Dante call was a missed call. They got to the line way more than us today. And I thought they got away with a lot of contact on Brunson that like like fucking Cade blatantly pushed off on Brunson on two threes. Like obvious push offs. 
that they didn't call. Um, and look, I'm not like if they if the Knicks lost this game, I promise you, like this is this is the one game all year I can I'm a, I'm guaranteeing this. If the Knicks had lost this game, I would not have been up here after the game and been like, man, they got really shafted tonight by the refs. Like, no, it's like, dude, who cares? You're playing the fucking Pistons. Find a way to win the fucking game. Um, and if Monty wants to bitch about the officiating, that's cool. I mean, I would probably look in the mirror and think to myself, like, why did I put out one of the most dog shit fucking lineups possible to start the second quarter? Um, I would, I would ask myself that I would probably ask myself why I literally want to marry James Wiseman, even though he's the fucking worst high lottery pick in the last half decade. I would probably ask myself questions like that. Um, but then I would probably just look at my bank account and be like, oh, yeah, that's why I did all this stuff. Because I don't care about this. I got to fucking pay to do this. Um, he's a fucking joke. Popper's a joke. Our beat is a fucking shit show. Uh, these guys literally, like, like, you had Bondi today, basically, like. Why are oh, they booing Evan Fournier? <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking. <laughs> the, the practice facility is so far away. Oh, uh, yeah. Yo, fucking, fucking Mike Breen. Like, like <laughs> what are the fans doing booing Evan Fournier? Bro, shut up, dude. Like, he sucked. Who cares? He sucked and he was overpaid. Like, why are we overthinking it? You think I give a fuck that Ever Fournier was a consummate professional while he sat his ass in the bed and stole money from our Lord and Savior James Dolan? Like, uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, hey, Garden is Eden. James Dolan is our Savior. Okay. Like, come on, man. I'm sorry that Ever Fournier is not getting a standing ovation for doing nothing his three years in three years in New York, dude. Like, come on. Have some damn shame. Have like like really like we're talking about practice facility. And I swear to God the beat was like preparing for them to lose. It was so loserish, man. Like this nobody covers this team except for Chris Percy on it. Shouts to Chris. Yeah, also can I just say Christian Winfield is weirdly like now one of our best beat guys? Dude, yeah. it makes no sense, dude. Yeah. The <laughs> NFT the NFT lord is somehow some way the most rational person on the beat aside from Chris Percy on it. Also, yeah. like Schwinn, to your point about Monty, dude, that lineup I texted you during the game. That was crazy. That was that's one of the worst lineups I've ever seen. For people who who didn't see the game, um he had Malachi Flynn, Evan Fournier, Quentin Grimes. James Wiseman and some guy whose last name is F. Boon Mwan from Princeton. Oh, yeah, don't even try that. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Malachi Flynn get his game off? This makes Dude, no sense. I know. Malachi Flynn, get, like, he hit a step back on Josh Hart, and Josh Hart was like, damn, that was tough. Like, that's that's one of the most insane things I've ever seen. He had that stupid and one? Like, did he have, like, an animal or was it, like, he got fouled and then, like, he had to take two free throws? But it was, like... I mean, he, he got to the rim at will, too. Like, we couldn't stop him if... Yeah, they, I, I, apparently Quentin Grimes, uh, the secret for him to learn how to dribble was going to Detroit. Who knew? Who knew? Also, like, Quentin Grimes long-term is the starter next to Kate Cunningham. Yeah, of course. Like, like Jaden Ivey is getting fucking excommunicated as soon as possible. He just I plays can't... like an idiot. I kind of get it. Game, like kind of not really high on what Duran did. Like obviously it's one game and, and he played Hartenstein, who's obviously a starting caliber center in the league. But like, what did he provide that like the regular athletic big can't provide? I didn't see nothing besides maybe like a couple passes out of the short roll. That was it. I mean, he's just eh. like the thing with Duran is just like he's a physical specimen, and that's kind of it. 
but he's getting pissed. He he's getting pissed right now because he's just playing so dumb. Like there's obviously potential there, and you hope that he can do some more stuff in the perimeter. But like, he's just a regular run jump dunk big who can do a little bit of stuff again, like you said, on the short roll. So yeah. Um. All right. Even. Uh, I guess let's. Uh, we can get to some comments here. Um. I want. I want more Josh Hart flowers in here, man. That guy played a hell of a fucking game. He was awesome tonight. Uh. All right. Here we go. So, so Schwinn, since this is from Chris Bernard. So Schwinn, since you've been watching hockey a bit more, are you closer to being a regular fan, or are you just a casual popping in here, in here and there? Uh, no, I'm still a, a fan, but I feel like I need to do less of the post game stuff because I have noticed myself like having going on pods, and then I'm like, I feel like I just talked about this exact same subject three days ago uh, after this game and after that game and after this game. So I will still be on here and I'll still be watching every Knicks game, but uh, trying to maybe do a little bit less. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, OG and Randall from H22. OG and Randall need compound. V. <laughs> uh, oh, this is what John Larry said. Monty said it was the worst call of the NBA season. Um yeah, Did you a- miss Jalen Brunson getting a phantom foul? Like, come on, dude. Monty Williams is the worst contract of the offseason. Like, I don't want to hear shit from Monty fucking Williams. Yeah. That, he could fuck off with that. Sorry. Yeah, that's, that's a joke. Um, Jordan Bubb says, Jordan, Jalen Brunson is currently on pace to join Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, Larry Bird as the only players in history, NBA said. history, to average 27 points per game, six assists per game, and 40-plus three-point percentage over a season. I mean, not if he keeps shooting threes like that in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Fucking bum. No. He's kidding. obviously gassed, man. Yeah, yeah. He was so short on all those. You could see his. Yeah. But, yeah, he, like, I'm sure when – when Julius gets back, he's going to be the happiest person on the team. He's going to be so happy. He might hug him. Yeah. <laughs> he might do more than that. I don't know. <laughs> Just center court. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chris Bird. I feel like the Knicks have the worst beat out of the New York sports. It's them or the Jets. It's got to be. It's got to be I mean, one of those. The two. Jets deserve it, though. Yeah, but like in the scale of just like who, like yeah. the Jets be the Jets had that fucking guy with Manish Mehta. That guy was legit. Like he Dude. actually made up stories. No, that guy creeped on Joe Douglas's son to get a story. Yeah, <laughs> that was really ridiculous. That guy was ridiculous. I I'm revoking his Indian card, so um, mm. so you can have him, Con. The whites can have him. Oh yeah, no, well, <laughs> the whites can have him. The Greeks will not be having him. No. <laughs> uh tay 212 says quentin grimes tried to put us in the dirt i respect it uh i actually honestly so yeah he he played i mean that's maybe the best game he's played all season probably the best game he's played all season um i don't know like do you did you i don't feel like regret about the trade or anything like that but watching especially burks not so much bogdanovich because i know like bogdanovich has such a ridiculous offensive game that i'm not really that worried about it watching burks though i'm like you for whatever grimes struggles were he is athletic he can get after it defensively at a level that burks just can't at all anymore um 
it does suck to kind of lose that. And I do think you see how much that we've lost without him, especially because OG is out, right? If OG is healthy, you wouldn't, we, none of us would care. But because OG's not there, it kind of hurts. Um, but do you think, like, you know, like, is this more what you expect from him consistently moving forward? Or do you think this was just like he was just jacked up for a game back with, you know, against the team that traded him? I think you're right. Him be like, I really think he wanted a revenge game. Um, it's kind you of felt like that's what he was doing, dude. He made that three to to give him the lead, and he just like stared down our whole sideline. That was funny. I thought that was funny. I'm not gonna lie. I actually, I don't mind. I don't. I mean, what is he supposed to do? There, right? He's, what is he supposed to be fucking. No, no, no. I, yeah, I yeah. totally agree. Like, like, yeah. what's the matter here, dude? Like, you make that shot, you get to stare us down. Um, and to to your Burks point, I don't know what the hell Alec Burks is doing, man. Like. That guy is, I don't know if it's the Pistons thing, but that excuse can only go on for so long. Like, he has a stench right now. Very, very strong. He has Monty juice on him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout yeah, out to Sam. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, I mean, Bogdanovich has been boring, whatever. Like, he's been doing what I think a lot of us expected him to do, which is like he hits a bunch of threes. He's efficient overall, like another 62 shooting game, whatever. Um, yeah, Brooks just seems like he's lost a step, even though he already lost a step in fucking Detroit. And if his three boys are going in, then he's fucked. Bro, I was so mad when he missed that corner three in the third quarter. It was like this awesome possession. We got the ball in transition. Brunson swung it to Bogdanovich, and Bogdanovich found him in the corner, wide open for three. And I was just like, I felt like that was a huge shot because I was like, if he makes, I think we had a thirteen point lead maybe at the time or twelve or something. But it felt like, you know, because we got the lead out to like eleven, twelve a couple of times, yeah. and we just couldn't quite like, you know, put the nail in the coffin. And that was one of those where I was like, it was such a good possession, you could feel like the Garden wanted to just fucking explode, and he missed it. And I was just like, fuck you, man. Uh, and then they turned into a game. Uh, Ace Bouchard Fournier was also kind of an asshole the whole time he was here. The professional thing was somewhat overrated. Yeah, I mean, I agree. There was even, I mean, not that it matters now, but going back to his first year in New York, Begley hinted at like a few times that like Fournier was some kind of like, he, he was very vocal in the locker room about how whatever was done to Kemba wasn't right or something. Like he hinted at it a couple of times. Obviously, we never heard much about it, but um yeah, I think he, I agree. His professionalism stuff is already, yeah, sure. He was professional about doing his job, but he was, he con, he said shit multiple times. I was kind of annoying. Um, and it's like, dude, at the end of the day, you sucked. You were not good. And we paid you a lot of money to not be good and sit on the fucking bench. So shut the fuck up. And guess what? If you had trade value, you would have traded your ass by now. So deal with it. You got to wait until you're an expiring contract and then we'll get you the fuck out of here. Until then, sit the, shut the fuck up. Sit the fuck down, collect your fucking $18 million a year paycheck, and get the fuck out of my face, you bald-ass fucking loser. Fucking frog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one is from Tay212. I went to school with Christian. He's good people. So stop yelling at him, Tyrese, okay? Yeah. Jeez. Stop when trying to bully him on Twitter. First of all, no. He's an NFT fucking lord. He's going to get shit for that for the rest of his life, as he should. You wanted to fucking sell apes. Um, 
That is true. I mean, like, he's been better now. Ian Bailey, though, will never not feel my wrath, and I hope he knows that. I mean, I, I'm just going to read this comment, but I just want to say I know what he's saying, but given the lack of punctuation, this could go a lot of ways. Uh, this from Omar Youssef. Jaden Ivey not getting excommunicated <laughs> for for fucking Grimes. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I agree. He's not going to get benched for, for Quentin Grimes. No, uh, I mean, but like eventually, they're, I mean, they're going to end up trading Grimes, um, Ivey at some point, and then it's going to be Grimes next to Cade, which is the right choice. I don't think that's necessarily true yet. I'm not. I'm not sold on it. Like, I think. I think Ivy. He's a second year player. He's a second year player. I. I don't. I agree. He's not good right now. He's I not would... gonna be good ever. Okay. I think that's ever. Like I think that's stealing really is Cam Thomas with some Cam Thomas with some explosion. Like that. That's his fucking ceiling. Okay. Has, I, so one. He has way more aura than Cam Thomas. So yeah. He cut his hair. The aura's gone. She's way better <laughs> than Cam Thomas too. Bro. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. With some bounce. I, I think you're you're writing him off way too fast, as, and also like as long as the fucking GM is Troy Weaver, that was what his that was the fifth overall pick. Like, it's hard, it's hard. Sometimes you don't trade those guys. Just saying. Just also, saying. like just in general, man. Like this whole, two ball handlers never works, dude, and one of them always ends up getting traded. And Cade Cunningham is looking like that guy. It's it could have worked in Dallas. Uh, Tyrese, it could have worked in Dallas. Well, guess what? Mark Cuban does not like multiple ball handlers and black people. So <laughs> that's why Jalen Brunson's exactly. all NBA in and, New York. And in that order. In that order. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> the only thing I hate more <laughs> than multiple ball handlers <laughs> are the blacks. That's why I sold to the fucking. <laughs> so I sold to this racist billionaire family. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, also, by the way, the fact that they like told him, "Oh yeah, you could still have like all your governing power," and then they went back and went, "No, you don't." It's so funny to me. Dude. He, he'll be he'll be out of there in at least two three years. Uh, Tay two and two says during defense not really there, and then I want to read this just because I think this is interesting. Ace Bouchard says hot take: Duran would be better than Mobley. I agree. Duran's defense is not really there yet, but he's just such a fucking beast. At some point, you figure he's gonna like you. You would bet on him figuring it out, but I agree. His defense is definitely not good yet. He's also his defensive rebounding is not good yet. He just doesn't box out at all. Um, will he be better than Mobley? I don't know. I don't have, I don't have really strong thoughts on this. I, I do think Evan Mobley is becoming increasingly fraudulent by the by the by the day though. Oh no, but you need to max him, dude, even though like yes, his defense good, his offense is garbage. Like is Evan Mobley is going to go down the hall of just like Brooks is play, but he had fetal. <laughs> <laughs> this is All from right. uh, our good friend Sam. Brooks has been yeah. playing basketball like he had fetal alcohol syndrome. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just lost my train of thought. Holy yeah. Shit. <laughs> Alec Brooks is a crack baby, basically, is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. I love this. Next day, Brooks has the Monty juice on him. Uh, Tay one, two, and two says, I never loved the trade. His defense has missed already. Yeah. I mean, look, I think that's. Feel fair that feel that way. I don't think it's unfair to feel, um, but I I do think this trade and especially Bogdanovich, very specifically Bogdanovich, he will benefit more than anybody maybe from this team getting healthy. Like I think he the lineups he's playing in are just they're never going to be balanced right now, um, and part of that obviously is on him. It's because you know he sucks on defense and all these various things. But put him next to Randall and OG, I think. It, it looks different. So, um, yeah. 
Um, let's see. Uh, Nafi Mahuda says, I feel for the Detroit fans who watched Rick Setting court to start the game and Monty subbing them all out. <laughs> Wiseman pick and rolls. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm trying to think of like the Knicks equivalent for that. Like what what is that to us? Uh and don't say like the Burks over IQ shit, because like No yes, Burks is good. Yeah, no. Oh, uh, I mean it would be like it would be like when when he took, you know, like like when he took Kemba out of the rotation, which we were like, okay, good. But then COVID, like, I remember half the team died because of COVID, so then he had to play Kemba again. And because Kemba hadn't played in like five fucking years, yeah, he was fresh. He was all, yeah, he was all fresh, so he drops like forty and he's got like, yeah, the Christmas Day triple double and all this shit. And then he was like, oh well, Kemba, like then he just kept Kemba in the lineup for another fucking month. And you're like, dude, he cannot move anymore. Like he's stopped. He's not good anymore again. Like that that's what it that was that's what the equivalent of that would be. It would be like, wow, we were so close to at least you playing the right players, even if the order and rotations of those things was fucked up. Uh and now instead we go back to watching a fucking like paraplegic trying to play basketball uh, at the NBA level. Like it was just ridiculous to watch that. Um that's what it would be the equivalent. Ninety two points though today, so it's cool. No, you wouldn't get it, bro. He's from the Bronx. What what league is he in right now that he scored 92 points in by the way like the euro league i'm pretty sure no the euro league wouldn't have that disrespect uh, uh, he's playing on as monaco i know that oh what yeah well he is then oh shit <laughs> chris bernard asked tyrese are you gonna be okay when saquon leaves and you have to watch daniel jones and the you ball think watching <laughs> you think i'm watching the giants play next season i have better yes. things to do with my time I'm pretty confident you'll be watching. No, I won't, bro. Yeah, you will. I'm you'll watch, like, you'll watch at least like the first six weeks of the season. Hell no, dude. Yeah, you know how expensive Sunday ticket is. <laughs> I'm yes, I'm I'm sure that you have no other way to watch the Giants, dude. I am not. Ticket. I'm not illegally watching this team, dude. They're not worth my time. <laughs> you go ahead and... Dreams is, guys. Yeah. This is actually really funny. John Leary, Manish Mehta also had a burner account defending Adam Gase. A couple people were able to trace his email to the account. <laughs> Dude, making an account to defend Adam Gase is... That's a choice. That That's for sure. No, but honestly, like, no Mets and no Giants. We're done. I'm You're watching... watching. Yeah, I'm going to see you tweet out, like, seven days in a row, let's fucking go Mets. Though I know this is already a lot. I'm glad that half the time this post game becomes strictly NFL now. <laughs> Jordan Bubb, uh, DiVincenzo tonight, 21 points, 8 of 13 from the field, 5 of 10 from three. Only Stefan Luka has made more threes this season. Shout out to Dante for uh, making all three of his twos today, by the way. Dude, they were so delicious too. Yeah. They were, yeah. Oh. Some floaters too. Like, Black History Month, Dante DiVincenzo with the untucked jersey is the closest thing we'll get to reparations in this country, and I appreciate the fact he's doing it in a Knicks jersey. <laughs> Dude, you think we're making it to July 4th? You're nuts. <laughs> the Mets are done as soon as we... First pitch, the Mets are done. Have you ever seen that uh, that Family Guys? Yeah, when he was like, guys. the season's over. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, it's like opening day, and he's like, well, the season's started, and it's like the first bat at bat. He's like, "Well, season's over." Yeah, dude. Kodai Sega just died, and we had no idea why he died, but he just died. Like, we're out here running Jorge Lopez and like 
Adrian Hauser, dude. Like, this team is not serious, man. I don't even know. That doesn't like. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Man. I have a feeling that Jorge Lopez is going to be like that random dude who like Stearns gets credit for after the season. But this okay, is fine. I'll, I'll buy Jorge Lopez stock, but Tyler McGill is pitching opening yeah. day, so like I don't. Care. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps coming back, bro. <laughs> that guy is unkillable. That guy is our version of Alec Burks. Uh, the Mets. No, Jorge Lopez like our version of Taj. No, no. Tyler no. is our version of Taj Gibson because somehow, some way, he's like playing important minutes for this team. And you're just like, dude, you should be in AAA. Do the that. Mets have any important minutes this year? No. Pete Alonso contract negotiations. All right. I'm and Lindor not- going for an all star berth for the yeah. first time, yeah. even though he's been the best shortstop in the NL the last four years, but whatever. What 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 rant is being referenced here by Chris? I don't I don't know what rant we're talking about. Oh, um the the post uh the draft pod from 2022 where I was like, okay. yeah, Jalen Brunson is a good player who will make an All Star team. And Schwinn's like, no, he won't. Why are we doing this for Jalen Brunson? No, okay. The the reason I but the the reason I was actually upset though was because the trade the way it was reported at that time was ridiculous. It was like, yeah, it was that was what was making me so upset because I was just like, wait. Did we just fucking trade out of this draft for two, like three picks, and then trade fucking one of them to dump Kemba fucking Walker? Like, is this really what we did? Uh, and then, of course, when the details came out, it was like, oh, that's not what we did. Okay, that's okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe I wouldn't think of the Pistons weren't the real version of the NFT. I just like look if it, the Ivy to me is it's exactly the RJ thing. If it's gonna happen for him. It's going to be somewhere else in all likelihood. It's not going to happen for him in Detroit because you're right, Tyrese. Like, Kate is just better than him. And, like, you need to start prioritizing putting guys around Cade that kind of maximize what he can do. Um, and, you know, at least like the, the version of Grimes that we all kind of like hoped would happen in New York, that version, like that, that idea of a player, 100% is awesome next to Cade. And I will say, like, I think defensively, I can't believe they're as bad as they are because they should have, like, the makings of a pretty solid defensive unit, especially now after the trade. I, th- I think Fontecchio is pretty solid, to be honest. I like Grimes. Him. Yeah, Grimes is a solid player. Um, and then Cade's a really good defender. Duran is to the, I think, Tate, what was it, Tate, 2 that said this earlier, but, like, in the, in the chat. But, like, yeah, he's a little rough defensively right now, but obviously you can see, like, what the vision is for him. Asar Thompson... Offense is rough. Defense should be very good. Um, like th- there, there's no reason for this team to not be good defensively, especially you know when when you have a guy like Cade as your lead ball handler, who's also just a really good defender. It gives you such an advantage in terms of constructing a quality defense. Yeah, I agree, and uh, I mean with with Cade and Grimes, like I don't think that trading or exiling Ivy, as Tyree said earlier, is like something that I even am thinking about right now, just because Grimes is 6'5", Cade is like 6'6", 6'7". Like, they can work on defense, man. They just have to learn how to play defense. And that goes for Duran too. Um, Asar Thompson is already a freaking bona fide stud on defense. Um, His tools are ridiculous. And does he need to shoot? Like, obviously. Like, he needs to learn how to shoot. But... I, I think if they like just stop being stupid, like their core is pretty good. And they're a few years away, obviously, like they're they're more ancillary pieces away. 
But Cade is somebody who I think I buy as like a guy who can be the best guy on a title team if he just keeps, you know, developing the way he has been over the last two years. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I mean, how like the thing is his injury kind of fucked him over so hard last year too. So, uh, but did it? Because like he's hooping anyway. Like, I think it, it fucked the perception of him though. And 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 like this year he started out slowly. He was kind of inefficient. He's still figuring out his spots. The spacing around him is still bad, but it's better now. I, and I think you can you can see even like that little bit of better open shit up for him so much. Um, and the big thing for him is if like if he's I know he didn't he didn't actually have a great mid range shooting game today, but he's been a really good mid range shooter this year. If that keeps up, like man, he just becomes a really tough guy to defend, especially end game situations. Like it's just he, he's kind of a nightmare. Um, I mean, thirty five percent from three for him this season, and that's with Thompson and Duran just being total non shooters. Like he's playing with the Jalen Brunson spacing right now every single game, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, Brunson spacing right now it's. <sighs> Uh, Vivek Nanya says, hate to say it, but the Pistons should probably start Grimes over Ivy or Asar. Probably. Um, Just get uh, shooting. Just, like, get shooting around him, dude. So then so then you're – would you start Sasser then too? I mean, I probably would – what the – oh, yeah, shit. I forgot Sasser was on the fucking Pistons. What the hell? He didn't play tonight, right? Why the hell is Malachi Flick out? Okay, okay, okay. You got ruled out again. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, I'd probably just start Grimes, Fontecchio. I mean, you're gonna start Asar because like he's just really good defensively, and you need somebody to take defensive assignments, especially. And you drafted him overall. Yeah, I mean, Ivy works best in the team as a sixth man, just because like Cade, because Cade doesn't require the ball so much, and he just needs shooting around him, and Cade and Ivy don't fit. Unless IB becomes a shooter. If their pick ever conveys to us, they would have the outline of a pretty good star package. It will convey Ivy, next season. Because I think Ivy does I, I I'm positive Ivy still has value around the league. Um like I, I think teams, if you're looking to kickstart a rebuild, Ivy is a piece that I'm sure a lot of teams would be like, yeah, still pretty high on him. They would obviously wasn't there <laughs> wasn't there a report that like somebody said the Pistons don't have an appetite for losing or something? And they're yeah, they're absolutely they're they absolutely gonna spend. They're gonna spend this whole season. They have way too much money not to spend. They're gonna they, they Yeah, they, they didn't want to suck this year. Like th- their plan was to not suck this year. So they want to win. And I will say, like, I mean, look, fuck you I mean fucking Troy Weaver's an idiot, and that much is for sure. But like, and look, he he obviously did not maximize the assets that he had, but I do like like the roster definitely is closer oh, to making sense oh. now after the deadline uh, than it did prior because I mean, it just did not make sense at all before that. But like, like, you know, Fontecchio, I like, I like Grimes for them. I think those guys make sense next to Cade, which is basically all you need to do right now. Yeah. Just get guys that make sense next to Cade. Um, the Pistons pick us is, is still top 13 protected next year. So I don't think we get it next year, but after that it's top 11. And then after that it's top nine. So like, I, mean, I could it's see- going to convey at some point for sure. Yeah. That pick is not one of the fake picks that's just floating out there. Like that's that's a very real pick. Washington is the only fake pick. That's the only one that's fake. The other ones are real. And the way Jordan and Jordan pulls down the hoop again, it might not be fake anymore. 
Yeah, okay. It, it will okay. continue to be fake. Uh, Jordan Bubb says, post-All-Star break, Josh Hart, 19 points per game, 9.3 rebounds, 5 assists, 53% from the field, 47% from three. I mean, I, I'm curious. I'll ask you guys this. Do you think he looks more spry after the All-Star break? Because that's what it looks like to me. I think he needed it. I think he got his new Balco, and he's good. Maybe. Yeah, that could be it, too. I don't think so. I think he's – like, the hustle is not – really upticked at all in my opinion i think the hustle no, plays yeah. are still there um at the same level they were before the all-star break i think he probably just had somebody sit down and tell him like yo you need to shoot the ball josh and he's like all right i'll shoot the ball and yeah look at now 19 points per game on good true shooting good efficiency like i don't know man like he's he's a good player and i feel like sometimes he just gets too caught up in like um gonna Podcast play this i'm gonna yeah podcasting too <laughs> Leave that shit to us, bro. But um, <laughs> oh, I gotta read this. Uh, this is from Jordan Bub. I think everyone in the team, everybody in the country, thought Asar got fouled on the loose ball. Game goes a totally different way if he gets fouled, and we get that call. That's uh, once a Nick, always a Nick. Quentin, that's Ryan, the that's Southern. the last time I want to hear from you, Jordina, nigga. I swear, like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> okay. Like everybody in the country, really, really, <laughs> nobody. The only people in the country that are watching this game are Knicks fans and like the thirty people in Detroit that still watch the Pistons and parlay sweaters. Yeah, and yeah. so Sam, so Sam, yeah, <laughs> Sam and all the people in his Discord <laughs> and his wife. Right. Yeah. Yep. Sam's wife. Uh. <laughs> Chris Bernard, RJ and IQ being the Hicks from Indiana. God bless. Yeah, it's a good win for the Knicks, obviously. Um, because look, any they just are trying to survive right now until Randall and OG get back. That's kind of like how I view any of this stuff. So just anytime another team drops a stupid game, great. Anytime we can just like I do I I don't care that they eked out a win against the Pistons because this is not the version of the Knicks that we know exists in the world somewhere when guys get healthy. That's the team I care about evaluating. And like, look, I, I get really pissed about some of that stuff Tibbs does too. But at the same time, I'm like looking at the guys he has available to him. And I'm like, I can sit here all day and be like, prioritize spacing, put better spacing around the, on the floor around Brunson. But that has its own drawbacks too, because like you will get destroyed on the glass. And Bogdanovich is slower. So your defense is weaker. Like there, there are drawbacks to all his choices right now. He doesn't have lineups that are going to be great. Um, so I'm not I'm not trying to like make excuses for him. I just think that we gotta really wait for Randall and OG to get back before we start seriously evaluating a lot of the guys on this team, especially like uh, well, particularly the guys, you know, Bogey and Brooks that are new, um, and just Tibbs. Because I, when Randall and OG got hurt, I like if you go back and watch the last couple of games before that, that heat game, his rotations in that game were fucking awesome. Like they were really good. Guys were not, I think basically Randall and Brunson were kind of like playing like 35 35-ish minutes. OG was playing like 32, 33, 30 minutes. Like his rotations had really cleaned up. So I want to see what this team looks like once they're healthy and I want to see what his rotations look like when they're healthy. And then uh I will have more energy for evaluating Tibbs as a coach right now. Um yes. Uh <laughs> JL Pistons can cry all they want, but maybe you don't fail to grab a rebound on two missed free throw opportunities. Yeah, I agree. And look, I I just don't think it's a foul. I really don't like the ball is loose. If, if, if a is dribbling it, 
like that, like so he has established possession, then it's a hundred percent a foul. But he never has possession. Like if you go back and watch the play, he never has possession. Someone said that on the replay, uh, he actually tips the ball first. So like at that point, it's not a foul. Um, and like I, I don't know, I just I really don't I I didn't have a problem with that. I don't think it's a foul. If there's a like if there's something to be upset about again, like me and Khan talked about earlier, it's the one that they called on Duran. To me, that's not a foul at all. That was a hell of a layup by Josh Hart. Yeah. But it, it's not a foul to me. I, I don't think it looked like a foul. Uh <laughs> Chris Burner, the Raptors got a piece of party because they won. <laughs> Is that real? Sometimes coaches do that, especially in college, maybe, but I, I wish that was hey, my- good for them. I wish that was my coach. <laughs> Connor Pearson Ward, knowing RJ, he'll probably throw some shit Mediterranean food on a cheese slice. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, man, he, RJ's hooping right now. Good for him. He's up on the shit Mediterranean food, right? Watch it. Also, RJ had 24 <laughs> on 11 of 16 shooting, and he went 0 for 3 at the line. Like, that's such a fucking RJ game. His his free throw shooting is, I think it's actually now back down below his career average, New or at least his year. average is last last year. But he's over sixty true shooting in Toronto right now, which is pretty wild. Uh, JL says, also, I'm so sure Asar Thompson is going to make two clutch free throws for two clutch free throws. That would totally happen. I look, I'm still recovering from him making that fucking three, because in my head I was like, that's it, we did the thing that I've been asking them to do the entire fucking game, and then this motherfucker cash that as soon as it left his hands i was like as soon like i'm not joking as soon as that shit left his hands i was like you got to be kidding me right now this is second three he's made against us this season that's ridiculous he's that, was a fucking, that was a fucking green beam and i knew it yeah. and i was like are you fucking Bro, serious the rotation on the ball was nice and all that shit dude. yeah i was like come on <laughs> god damn it man uh this is pretty wild uh the villanova knicks are making history brunson DiVincenzo and Hart are the first college teammates since 1950 to each record 20 plus points in the same year from Alan Hahn. Uh, that was awesome. Can I just, can we just talk? Hahn on the broadcast today was brutal. Like, bro, I just, I don't need you to talk the entire fucking time. Like, I don't, and like, man, he, he, oh, like, how many times did he have to bring up how poised Cade looked? How many times did he bring that up? Like, in the first 10 minutes of the game, he's like, it's just so impressive. It's so impressive how poised he is. I'm like, dude, can you relax? Like, you, you're you talking about a league where, like, Luka Doncic was doing this shit as a rookie. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, you're acting like you've never seen something like Cade Cunningham before. before. Calm down. Just fucking relax. Um, yeah, look. Also, Dalen Brunson plays in the team that you commentate for, dude. Like, Yes. Dude, and even at the end of the game, like Breen is sitting there talking about like, oh, look, I the Pistons have a right. They 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 have a case to be made on the Asar. I'm like, you're a fucking Knicks broadcaster. Can you just not do the thing where you have to like fucking be unbiased and give credence to whatever the f- fuck them, fuck Monty Williams, fuck the Pistons, <laughs> fuck them. We won the game. Like you don't need to fucking give any. Uh, any oxygen to their whining and bitching and moaning? Enough. Uh, I, I just that that broadcast today was really brutal, man. I need Clyde back ASAP. Like, <laughs> I, I, I can't, I can't do this. I, I need to listen to that. I think like, I, that- I'd rather listen to him fucking blabber about nothing and then tell us stories about like the time he went to Wilt's Club in Harlem uh, over whatever the fuck I've been listening to half the season with between Han and and Wally. 
I, I feel like Clyde balances out Breen's cop uh copaganda. Because yeah. Clyde will just say some stupid shit. He'll be like, Oh folks, switching the edition in the kitchen. <laughs> do you remember <laughs> do you remember the season when he was talking to uh Breen about how he played quarterback in high school? Oh yeah. And he's like and then and he's like, I stopped and he's like he's like, Wait, did you stop because like they like they, they didn't like black quarterbacks back then? He's like yeah, Mike. <laughs> he was like, "Yes, that's exactly what happened." <laughs> He's like, "You got it. You are correct." <laughs> uh, just give, just give me Kenny Albert and Walt Clyde Frazier for like a good week, and everything will be right as right again. I need Mike Reed to just go to his, his yearly ESPN spiritual retreat. <laughs> and I don't need him to come back until he realizes. He's I don't know, dude. It's no. Do you know his? ESPN thing is worse now because he does it with Doris. So we have to sit there and listen to a broadcast where they're just like talking about like Jalen or sorry, Jason Tatum's beautiful unselfishness for like dude, 45 minutes. Dude, Jason Tatum doing the sympathy PR move to try to get MVP is so filthy and shameless. He's like, you know, I could have better stats if my team wasn't so good. Like, are you kidding? This is your <laughs> argument? <laughs> You know, you know, I could I could have gotten an A plus, but I just really wanted to let the wrong answers know they didn't feel alone. It's like, not, bro, it's not like this guy fucking sacrifices like minutes. Like he plays thirty six minutes a game, dude. Like, he's like, I think he's fifth in the league in sh- in shot attempts. I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna look that up. Oh, I had thirty one points last year, but Chris Brazingis came, so I had to go down all the way to twenty eight. Yeah, like, and also like, aren't his assists are the same, right? So it's like, yes. So you know, I'm not saying assists mean. You're unselfish, but you know you would think like if you if it is so easy for you because your teammate is so talented, maybe your assist would go up. Uh, John Leary posted this. Dante DiVincenzo and Monty Williams calling the no call an abomination. You can go back the whole game and nitpick calls. Do I think we dodged a bullet overall? Yes, I have great respect for Monty. Shouldn't have said that last part. <laughs> Dante DiVincenzo Dante Di is easing racial tensions between the Pistons <laughs> and the Knicks. Martin Luther Dante. Uh, Jordan Bub sums up our team, sums up our city. We grind, we fight, we scratch, we claw, and we find a way. That was a quote from Josh Hart that uh, Jordan posted. Thank you for that. Josh Hart yes. saying our city, like he's only been here years. Nuts. Where is he from originally? He's from Maryland. Oh yeah, that's right. He's like a fucking. He's a he's a Commanders fan, right? Yeah, he lives in Miami. Also, yeah, for that Tatum thing, uh, he's tenth in the NBA in shots per game. He's one shot per game behind being in third place. So he's gonna fire that bitch up. He 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 should probably shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, yeah, he should shut the fuck up. Uh, oh, sorry. There's more of this. Uh, I have great respect for Monty and everybody over there. Like I said, we dodged a bullet with a win. Yeah, look, the Knicks did dodge a bullet, but this, like, I don't know. I, I they they definitely started the game flat. But I didn't watch this game and feel like their effort wasn't there. I thought maybe their attention to detail wasn't there defensively. I think that's fair to say. Um, but I, I mean, the like it sounds ridiculous. The Pistons almost beat Orlando the other day. Like they're playing better right now. They're not as much of a joke as they've been. So, um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Clyde has had, Chris Bernard. Clyde has had some great moments this year. 
when he brought up how Uber got hit by car crickets, I was using that was one of the best. <laughs> oh yeah, did he, did he get hit by a car? Uh, this is a good question. What do Knicks need more, a backup point guard or a backup color analyst? Uh, I would take the backup color analyst. Like honestly, you might have to come back to Mike to Mark Jackson with a. <laughs> with, with the bag, <laughs> with, with, like that, like that meme, or like that guy's like kneeling in front with the dollars out. <laughs> it's, it's not to call it Mark Jackson, because we're out here in the trenches, bro. This is basically a question of who do you think is better at their job, Monica McNutt or Deuce McBride? And I mean, Monica, Monica McNutt, easy. Monica McNutt right now could like commentate on whatever team she wants to. She's yeah. probably she's probably like done with MSG after the season. I would assume. Like, I, don't I don't know. That, I don't know. Like, you, you you say that, but like Brain's been at MSG forever. Yeah, and he's working national stuff. True, but like she could definitely like move up. I mean, she's already doing ESPN stuff, so. But it depends on what she, if she wants to stay in the studio, then maybe. But if she wants to like do game stuff, I mean, ESPN's a great or not ESPN MSG's a great place for her to be. She could probably. I mean, I I imagine if she stayed another year, they would. If she wanted to do games, they would let her do games. Yeah, I mean, her, her and Brain would be pretty solid, I think. Like, you could do, like, Kenny Albert and then Monica McNutt, and that'd be pretty good. Just just keep Alan Hahn and Wally Zerbiak. Hahn is fine. Hahn is fine. They're fine in the studio. Just leave them in the studio. I don't need them doing games. Like, they're not good at the game stuff. Just leave them in the studio. They're fine yeah. with that. Because, like, Wally starts going on a tangent about that one all-star game he God. made, and he starts talking about like, how he was a really good shooter. And then like he tries to spell like, his last name off of the broadcast so that way we get it right. Like we don't care, bro. W- Wally spends every game letting us know that he played in the NBA. He's oh like, yeah, when I used to play back in my oh, yeah. Let me, let me like, and he just makes up shit that I'm positive is not true. He'll be like, "Oh, Mike, let me tell you, everybody is so focused in the last game before the All Star break because you just want to hit that good feeling going into the break." I'm like, "That's there's no way that's true. Like that's probably the opposite." What I used to play. He'll also play with Kevin Garnett and Sam Cassell. (laughs) When Kevin Garnett punched me in the face uh, (laughs) in practice, yeah, that was awesome. I just thought that's right. Bro, he'll throw in like those, oh, this three point shooting era. I wish I played in this era. Like, and we get it, Wally. You fucking shot the ball. You would be nothing more than like, I don't know, Sam Hauser, dude. Like, stop. I'm still, I can't get over this Grimes quote. Everybody in the country, what are you talking about, man? Everybody in the country watching this play. Uh, Quentin Grimes was surprised. This is from Jordan Bubb again. Quentin Grimes was surprised. Knicks fans booed Evan Fournier tonight. It's kind of not pleasant to see from the fans, but I thought he did a lot for this team. Okay. Uh, when I was here, he was always on time. Wow, great. Always professional, but that's Knicks fans for you, which is how it goes. What the fuck is that? What does that mean? Yeah, yeah. Why are we catching strays? We didn't bench you, bro. <laughs> the hell? Uh, Remember when Wally said Josh Hart? Yes, this is really funny. John Lee, remember when Wally said Josh Hart yawning before Nick's preseason game is good because that means he's nervous. And when you're nervous, that means you care and want to win. <laughs> Dude, Wally is... Wally is just making shit up. Wally's he's low-key kind, of, kind of hilarious, though. Like that, That's my problem with Han. Han isn't even funny. Like, Wally sucks, but he'll say some shit that I'm like, that is so dumb, I'm laughing right now. This is awesome. Han's just like, I don't know. He's, I feel like he's always trying to tell you something and drop it like it's a truth bomb. Like, uh, yeah, like, 
the the Knicks are just trying to gut out these games until their big guns come back. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I I know. I know they are. Why'd you say it? Like you're dropping like a fucking 60 minutes expose. Um, This is from Larry Israel. Breen spent a full minute discussing the gripe that Cade had on that baseline play where there was no foul and they ignored him shoving Jalen in next week on a three. Fuck Breen. (laughs) No, he also, was it him or... Han, one of them called it crafty. They were like, oh, crafty Kate. I'm like, that's not crafty. He just pushed him <laughs> off. Just fucking forearm shoved it. Like, that's ridiculous. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Chris Bernard, I think she's doing radio with Kenny Albert. So that's not a bad role right now. That's good. Yeah, I mean, if she's doing that. If she's doing that, then she do, she probably is trying to get into, you know, doing games more full time. Uh, the less brain I have to hear to wash the ears, the better. Uh, yes. Yeah, Breen, his eyesight is also going now, too. You can tell where he's just like, he never has any idea what a, a, what happened on a play. I think they're calling that out of bounds, Clyde. It's like, no, dude. They call that, like, a fucking flagrant, too. Actually, the play the other day against the Celtics where uh, Jalen Brunson got fouled on the mid-range, and he was like, oh, oh, they're calling that a two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, dude, he's at the free throw line, so like, they are calling that a two. It wasn't even close to being a three, bro, but, like, okay. Uh, Larry Israel says, again, also is Kate a good defender? I think he is. I don't know. I, I think he's good. I, it's hard to judge a lot of people on that team with a variety of stuff, but I, I, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Yes. Just, yes. I think I think he's good enough on the ball and just size athleticism and just, like, I was going to say the term juice, but with Monty Juice being a thing, I don't want to say it no more. Um, I think with just like the level of athlete he is, he's, you know, once like they have a commitment over there, which they don't have right now. Um, I think he's going to be good in rotation. I don't think he makes any like stupid ass mistakes. Um, and yeah, I, I think he's more than passable on the ball. I think he was pretty good. Um, aside from that foul that went uncalled on Brunson, like he made him work and Brunson still had shots because he's Jalen Brunson, but like nothing was really on a platter for him today. Yeah. Uh, Tyrese, any thoughts on that? Is Tyrese alive? Did he pass out? Might have passed I think out. Tyrese crashed out, yeah. Yeah, he might have. Uh, Kane's defensive EPM is minus 0.14. Look, I, I, look, I'm sure his defensive metrics suck. I'm sure everybody's, everybody's defensive metrics on that team suck, for all I know. I just think that you've got to look at that team and look at the context of that team and be like, well do I think that all of them are the worst defenders in the league or maybe is there more stuff going on there? I would, I would put it this way. If you, if you got Cade on the Knicks, I positive he would suddenly become a very valuable yeah. plus defender. Very, very committed, very smart defender out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Tay, yeah, Tay two and two says, uh, the Pistons are not the Wizards and Hornets tell you that the Hornets are good right now, man. They won. The like- Grant Williams leadership is signing through. What I think they've won five in a row now. They've won, I think they've four out of five or something. Four to five. They have the best defensive rating in basketball over the last six games, um, which is pretty interesting. Great wins with him, dude. Yeah, maybe. But um, yeah, no, I look, the the Pistons are definitely, I I would, they're definitely better than the Wizards, whether they have their coaching is holding them back. That's a separate discussion. But like talent wise, I mean, I also did find it funny on the broadcast when like, Breener's like, this team has talent. This is this team has talent, Alan. I'm like, yeah, dude, they've been drafting like 
top yeah. five for fucking four years in a row. Like, no shit, they have talent. <laughs> they better have some talent. Uh, <laughs> do you think Burks will become better or worse than he's playing the first game? I fuck if, if he gets worse, that would be amazing. Yeah, it's hard for him to get worse than Maybe what he depressing. is. Depressing. I don't know. Um, that w- I was gonna put that comment up next. Like, we talked about it. I think already today. Yeah, I think we it. talked about it two days ago. Like, he's not better than Deuce McBride. It's it's time to cut the shit with that. Like, when everybody's yeah, helping. Just uh, just read the. I'm just gonna read the comment. I'm just gonna read the comment. So, uh, John Leary says McBride should probably get a little more playing time going forward. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, with with the lack of like point of attack defense off the bench, and even like in the starting lineup, really, like when OG is not here, and even then, like we get in the playoffs, you want OG on the Tatum's of the world and all that, right? So, I, I think Deuce is more than playable in the postseason. He showed it last year, I think, when he was locking up Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland, and he's like better shooter right now than Alec Burks weirdly oddly enough like Burks is like around high 30s now since he's kind of dropped off since he came over here Deuce is like what low 40s since he got inserted back into the lineup after the the Grimes trade so or sorry the uh the quickly trade so I I, I think he's just a flat out better player man and like that's kind of negligent negligent negligence if we don't play him over Burks can I <laughs> Uh, our our good friend Hug Life on Twitter. Somebody tweeted out, uh, we need to stop pretending Tyrese Halliburton is anywhere near healthy. And he <laughs> quoted it and said, We need to stop percent we need to stop pretending Tyrese Halliburton is anything but a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Halliburton was awful tonight. He was like two of nine, I think, for the field. He had a really bad People still talk about the hamstring. Are you kidding me, dude? Like, I'm sorry. What yeah, about Dante Di Vincenzo's hamstring? Also, it was fine. It, it was it seemed fine during the all-star break, right? Oh, oh! It, can, it was also fine when he came to MSG and like fucking got dancing around. Yeah, looked fine when he was clowning Evan Fournier to get a tech the other day. So yeah, um, whatever. Fuck him. Grady Dick outplayed Halliburton. Connor Pearson Ward said, "Yeah, look, Grady Dick's been on a tear lately. Actually, he was four or four from three tonight. I think seven or nine from the field. He had a really good game. They got they. I mean." All the guys that matter that should matter to Raptors fans tonight had good games. Like Barnes, Quick, RJ, and Grady Dick. They all played well. So good for them. Um, so I just see them playing better anyway. Um, and like, hey, they got a pizza party. So good for them. To go back to the deuce thing, I agree with you. Like I he's one. Our point of attack defense right now is especially with OG out, is the biggest weakness we have defensively. Deuce is the best basically is the only good point of attack defender we have until OG gets back. Um, I don't care if Alec Burks is a bucket or is a hooper or has more fucking in his bag. Like Deuce might not have anything in his bag. I will take that over whatever the hell I was watching Burks try to do in that fourth quarter. That was insane. I, I still cannot get over that play where he like nearly fucking fell over the ball recovered it and then still got ripped because he acted like Grimes was not playing on like on the floor defending it. It was ridiculous to watch that. Um and he also got cooked like multiple times on straight line drives. There was one where he got absolutely burned by like Malachi Flynn. Like, dude, are you kidding me right now? Come on, be serious. Um yeah, that that was Deuce gives you something that guy doesn't. And I also would just like if Deuce could come into games to at least start the second quarter. I don't understand this new Brunson thing where Brunson has to play like 
the first quarter and then he plays the first three minutes of the second quarter or something before Deuce can come on. I, I don't, I don't get that. I, I would love like, you know, I look, I know our beats very busy uh, white knighting for the, 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 yeah, the unfortunate uh, incident that uh, cost the Pistons their chance at uh, sealing up the one seat or something. But um, I would like if they asked Tibbs just about like, what is that? Like what's, what's happening there? Because in the second half, he takes Brunson out. He took Brunson out to start the fourth quarter. Um, so I, I don't get why it's so different in each half. Uh, yeah, also, that's, like, the fastest way to just, like, delete any energy he has. Like, 15 minutes in a row to start both halves. You already have 30 minutes, and you have, what is that, nine? You have 18 minutes left of of crucial game time, like closing this, closing the first half and closing the game, right? Obviously you probably want him in for, I don't know, the last five minutes minimum of each one, like fourth quarter, you probably want him in coming in around the seven minute mark. So like you're capping him at five minutes of rest time around there, somewhere around there, like around 41 is like his baseline. It's yeah, it's wild. just ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I mean Josh Hart. I don't know how the hell he does it, but he just apparently doesn't get tired. Um, Josh is Captain America. It's wild, man. It is ridiculous some of the stuff he's doing right now. Forty-two minutes tonight for Josh Hart. He was awesome. Um, Brunson played forty. To your point, thirty-five. Again, I, I know I read this before, but thirty-five points, twelve assists, two steals, eleven or twenty-six from the field, three of eleven from three. Um, I mean, he's giving you everything he's got. I, I don't really have anything. I just can't be critical of like Brunson and DiVincenzo anymore. And I'm, the only thing I am, I really am critical of Josh Hart for right now is like, dude, I just, can you just shoot the fucking ball when you're open from three sometimes, please more often? I don't, I don't understand. Like sometimes when he passes up these shots, it's like your, your end game to pass up that shot is to get a, what? Precious Achua post hook. Like, <laughs> what is the point, bro? Just let that shit rip. We paid you to let that shit rip, really. Like, I mean, not not actually, but like when people aren't here, we paid you like a guy to, who's gonna let that shit rip. Just do it. Yeah. Like nobody's gonna. We know for a fact Tibbs is not benching you if you shoot. A oh lot. yeah, no. So like, come on. Um. This is John Larry. Did you see Steven Jackson say Halliburton this year is having a better year this year than Chris Paul has ever had in his career? No. And I hate Chris Paul, but I also hate Steven Jackson. And I also hate Tyrese Halliburton. So I'm very conflicted on how to feel about all of this. Um, I don't know. I'll, I guess solve, we'll, I'll solve it for you. Um, clown show take. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Upon post-game review, you determined Thompson gets the ball first and then was deprived of the opportunity to gain possession on the ball. Therefore, a loose ball foul should have been whistled on DiVincenzo, the pool report. Cool. I mean, look, if that's what if that's what they saw in the replay, good for them. I don't really give a shit. And we we we're owed one, so cry about it. Hey, if they want, they can they can take this win. Just give us our Rockets win back. Like Yeah, or 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 just give us your pick unprotected this year. <laughs> for, for the win yeah yeah for the, <laughs> yeah for the win if that's it look i agree if that's what you want that's what you want i get it um <laughs> yes tyrus halliburton is never in the playoffs uh there's one other comment oh yeah this is from jordan bub tibbs i don't care if it's a high scoring game low scoring game 
You got to do what you have to do to win. Whatever it takes, get it done. I concur. I concur. Uh, is there anything else we need to talk about? I mean, I don't really care about this. I, 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 I get that they're upset, and that's fine. This just this is this is the fact of the matter. NBA refs suck. They're bad at their jobs, and there's no repercussions for them being bad. So it is what it is. Maybe you should rebound instead of complaining. Also, that he had two timeouts, he could have taken one at any point, even if he didn't want even because okay, Fontecchio puts the ball on the ground, right? Okay, you have two timeouts. You can use both to advance the ball if you really are worried about that part of it. But I, I mean, I, I doubt that was running through his fucking head. Because the shot clock goes off anyway. I doubt the fucking refs were even going to be able to keep track of an eight-second eight violation at that point. Even if they were, they had plenty of time. They would have had like six or seven seconds left to get it across half court. Um, so to me, like, yeah, look, you didn't lose. Like, if you want to boil it down to that one call, sure. But to the point that was made earlier, like, Asar Thompson's a terrible free throw shooter. Even if he makes one, it's a two-point game. It's not like, you know, it's not like, he made one, and it would have been a four-point game or something. The game was still right there to be won for the Knicks. So, um, yeah, I mean, that sucks for them. Okay. Like, I, I'm playing the world's smallest violin right now. That's what I'm doing because I just don't give a fuck about the Pistons. It's better for their lottery pick anyway. So, Also, Tyrese in the Pacers game tonight, Obi Toppin, 2-8 from the field. 0 of 5 from 3, 4 points, 3 boards, no assists. I'm, I'm leaving here with something. <laughs> I, I I'm leaving here with something. Obi Toppin and his whack-ass brother are an abomination on this sport, dude. All right, no no, Jacob slander. Okay. Jacob deserves all the fucking slander, dude. Hit a dunk at the first try next time and then talk to me. Uh, okay, I Connor. Yeah, dunk contest is not even worth watching anymore. Connor Pearson Ward, Clippers new look, yay or nay? Yay. Fire. Not, not bad. I want to see it on a jersey, though. You, yeah, dude, the jerseys are out. I know, but like, I want to see it on the jersey. Like, like, I want to see him play a game. Dude, you I, want to see? I, you want to see Kawhi in the jersey? Yeah, I want to see the aura in the jersey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kawhi doesn't have aura. Kawhi has. Yes, like, he I does. Gotta, I got Paul George in the jersey, bro. Now I got to see if it's a Zubac in the jersey. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. you gotta see how Zubach makes it look. Mason Plumley, dude. Mason Plumley can make it look good. John Larry, second time we play the Pelicans back to back this season in both matchups. Yeah, that's pretty annoying. At least we don't travel this time. That's that's a good thing. I I mean, I don't care what the results of that game, truthfully. You don't care if we win tomorrow? If we win, that's great. But like if we lose, I'm not gonna be like, oh my god. Well, this, this is the game. This is why we needed to win tonight. Yeah. Because you had to bank this one. You just had to. Larry Israel, the ref is literally 18 inches away from the play. If that's what he is saying, he should be fined and fired. I agree. I Look, these guys need to start losing their fucking – at least lose some fucking paychecks for this stuff. This is crazy. Like, you're costing teams games. And, like, look, I didn't have money on this, but you're literally swinging betting markets that are probably in, like, the thousands, if not millions in a lot of cases. So, yeah, this stuff it, – it should have repercussions. It should have more meaningful repercussions, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I want some on Uh, gr- <laughs> oh, he's actually- just, there's oh. no way he's on Twitter right now. You gotta look this up now. I gotta see this. If he's on Twitter, 
crying about this. That'd be amazing. No fucking way. Quinn Grimes is on Twitter crying oh. about this. Hey, my my sister FaceTimed me for the first time in a long time to show me that Quentin Grimes was on the court. I was He's like, literally doing it. Yes, he he quoted the replay of this and he just put dot 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 dot. dot. Dude, are you kidding? All right, so I'm watching this replay. Not, not I actually got the replay angle here. Yeah, I he just, fucking cross chopped him. That's not that's not a foul. Thompson does not control the ball. No, nah, he touched the ball. No, in the pool report, they said it was a foul. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I disagree with how they're like they're saying Thompson controlled the ball there. I don't think he controls it at all. He tips the ball. Yes, he tips it. I agree. He does Dude, that's not control. He has a tweet in two weeks and all of a sudden he's like dot dot dotting, bro. He's so mad right now. Also so <laughs> dot for every pimp hole on his fucking cheek. <laughs> <laughs> bro, this guy's third to last tweet is it was an honor to be able to wear Nick's jersey and rep the city. Your love and support through years meant the world. And then you go from that to like Fucking berating the fans. After yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Fucking. What's a guy, dude? What the hell? You like? I, I look. I I get the interpretation that they're making here, but their interpretation is that Thompson dribbled the ball. That to me is not a dribble. That is like I tip it, and then I can't quite get it, so I tip it again. That's not control. Like I, I just. I'm sorry. I just disagree with that part of it. Grimes <laughs> thought he was gonna get a tag at it. <laughs> He's so mad. <laughs> he 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 might have man. He was like he was real possessed in that fourth quarter. He was hitting again above the break threes. I was like, damn, I haven't seen one of those in a couple weeks. Bro, uh, that LA was tough. Yeah, that was. A, I, I was like, where was this all year? Like, what what was happening? Like you when you couldn't do anything for like three weeks at a time. What occurred? What was the issue here? Um, you were deferring to fucking, I don't even know who, dude, like Jacob Toppin, like be serious. And now you're mad at us. I mean, I, I would, I think what he would probably tell you, and I think a lot of guys would probably tell you this is that, um, he Tibbs is like super regimented in what guys can, or what he wants of them in their roles. My guess is that Grimes wanted to do more shit and Tibbs was like, you're not good enough at other stuff for me to allow you to do other stuff. You so, need to have there's a quota on pimples on the team, and you've like exceeded the quota. <laughs> I don't care. I don't. I, I just, I just don't care. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I can't, I can't get with this guy bitching about his fucking role or whatever the fuck. When, like, I'm sorry, dude. Emmanuel quickly was way better than you. He had to deal with a lot more shit than you. He was never handed a starting role in the team. He was never given anything. He never bitched. He never complained. He got better every year. Like you, this guy literally was like ready to cry and quit two months into the season because he couldn't make a shot. And DiVincenzo was on a heater. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. If you can't fight for your, like you have to fight for your minutes in this league. Like that's how it works. But, like, you're not a star. You're not a star, dude. And you're never going to be a star. So you got to be like, so teams are oh, you have to know who you are in this league. Teams are always going to be looking at upgrading. Oh, if if Quentin Grimes is your best shooting guard, guess what? Teams are always going to be looking to upgrade on that position if possible. So they're going to bring in other guys to your position. They're going to maybe consider trading you. You've got to be able to deal with that shit. And if you can't deal with that, I'm sorry, that's your fucking problem. But like, if you don't have that understanding of who you are in this league, that's a young guy issue. And 
the Knicks, and I think the right place. So they don't have time to deal with that shit right now. And like, I think that's the reason why they probably wanted to move on from RJ to a certain degree. And I think that's definitely a reason why they wanted to move on from, or what, what, I mean, I don't know if they wanted to move on from Grimes, but why that relationship soured to the point where it was, you know, by the time he got traded. So I have no problem with the decisions they made. You know, you know, if you want to debate, should they have moved him for a different player or a different skill set or whatever, that's fine. But I think his, he had run his course in New York and uh, it's what it is. So he can have fun in Detroit. He'll have plenty of opportunities to do whatever the fuck he wants. Cause we know Monty Williams isn't doing shit. Um, Ace Grimes deserves this for all the close games he personally cost the Knicks. Letting Luca get an offensive rebound. Oh my God, that was so annoying. That was brutal. <sighs> Not good memories about that game. Yeah, this is, I, I, and I agree with this. Like Ace Bouchard, Dante had to earn the starting job and he did. That's the point, right? Like, look, Grimes had to earn the starting job too. And he did last year. But it's, that shit's not forever, dude. Like, again, you have to understand who you are in this league. Like, you're, you're Quentin Grimes. Guess what? Like, the New York Knicks might think they can do better than you. I, I know that might be shocking, but like, they might believe they can do better than you. Um, and they can, and they already did. So go fucking cry about it. Maybe get some proactive. Uh, <laughs> Joe Schmo, JJ Reddick letting the fuse on Grimes. Yeah, I think he, I mean, look, he, he clearly worked on stuff expecting a bigger role. I don't know where he expected that to come from. Um, and look, maybe some of his frustration was that like, hey, RJ's struggling. Why the fuck are my minutes getting cut? Why can't his minutes get cut? Why Why does he get all these touches and I can't get any? I, and I understand that frustration. There's a way to manifest that stuff positively and productively. Uh, and that clearly wasn't happening for him in New York. So it is what it is. Carpers uh, weren't crimes. just mad that he's the third most relevant Knicks card that was traded. Yeah. I mean... Shit, maybe he was the fourth Evan Fournier out here. <laughs> yes. Also, can we could, like the verbiage used by that ref? Where where is that? Um, we hear from Jordan Bub, right? That quote from the ref: "Deprived of the opportunity to gain possession of the ball." Like that's so fucking dramatic. That's also just weird. Like why why can't you just can you just say this normally? Guys, deprived of the opportunity, like reach your hand out and grab it. Pause, but like. I mean, he. This is my point. He did not have control of the ball. Like, so if he, do, you can't. If he, if he does not have control of the ball, it is by definition a loose ball. So at that point, both guys are allowed to go for the loose ball, as long as they're not. Like, if if Asar gets between Dante and the ball, obviously you can't go through the player to get the ball. Of course not. That's not what happens there. Dante clearly touches the ball and then make contact with Asar. Yeah. Asar is going for the ball too, though, by the way. So, like, in another version of this, Asar could have hit the ball and knocked Dante. And, like, I don't think that should be a foul either. I, I, don't, I just think it's tough to call a foul in that spot on a play like that. Like, it's a loose ball. You know, that it, it's hard to call a legit loose ball foul in the final seconds of a game. You know, it has to be egregious. And I just, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't believe that we got half the Knicks beat acting like this is, you know, the crime of the century. About this. Yeah, that's, that's bad. Uh, Tay two and two, Evan Fournier hit a step back two in the corner. Tim's probably couldn't believe it. I was just happy. It was a two. I have no idea how he managed to get his foot on the line there. That wasn't a three. 
I was too. Damn. Yeah, that was a crazy shot. He was Every like, time, like doubled. Wasn't yeah, he, he was. Yeah, he was doubled. Sims was on him, and uh, whoever it was, Burks maybe. I don't know. Um, in general, I just I don't know. Like I really thought for the. I will say this: I thought for the most most of the night, I thought the Pistons got the better end of the, of the whistle, and then I thought in the fourth quarter the Knicks got the better end of the whistle. On average, it was about an evenly officiated game, and honestly, to the Detroit Pistons, that's the best you can hope for. Is an evenly efficient game. You're not getting fucking dick else. So be realistic. Uh, all right. I think this is a decent place to end it. Um, Tyrese, anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Okay, great. Uh, Con, anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Um, yes, draft combine is coming up. Um, we'll be doing a strictly NFL wrap up uh, for the combine. Bunch of combine warriors, guys who stood out, yada yada. Um, if you are not signed up, signed up on the Patreon, uh, my podcast for the NFL is behind the $9 tier. I'm going to be doing a lot of draft profiles and stuff that you can get access to just from being in the discord, which I believe is $3, uh, for basic entry. Um, so all that stuff's coming up, uh, draft season is coming up. You could request a player that you want me to do and I'll, and I'll take a look, um, all that different stuff. So that's it for me. Um, yeah, man, looking forward to all the draft stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I just want to say watch Strick and Roll. Great show. My, hey, favorite, my favorite podcast on... So weird. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Uh, I don't, you, you probably have not listened to a Strick and Roll in like six years. I, I have. In like the last month. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, I have nothing to plug, so just plug all the work that we do here. Um, Check out uh, Strictly NFL. Con's doing good stuff over there. Uh, Prez should have, I'm assuming he'll have more draft stuff coming out over the next couple months. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, Nick's tape, who was in here earlier, uh, he wrote a really good, nice article today about the bogey, early returns in the bogey, uh, Bogdanovich and Brooks trade. So check that out. That's on our website. That's uh, open for everybody. So definitely give that a read. It was really nice. Uh, it, was, it was a good one. So definitely give that a look and uh, aside from that thanks to our sponsors bet online and cut uh that's our show for today though thanks to everybody that was in the chat uh appreciate all your comments appreciate your support again if you have not done so already please hit like subscribe to the channel all that good stuff that's a huge help that's our show for today uh but i won't be back tomorrow because i have my soccer i have my playoffs or not playoffs soccer game regular season soccer game so unfortunately i will not be here but you'll get to see uh tyrese's maybe screensaver since his camera is non-functional <laughs> and you'll also maybe get to see con and, and others so uh have fun go nicks and uh i will see everybody soon you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel and I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.